0: it's episode 300 of the same 24 hours podcast happy birthday to the podcast 300 episodes in four years and i was telling my spouse this and he's like that's not true (laughs) you haven't done 300 episodes in four years i'm like "Mm, uh uh-huh i actually have and the interesting thing about this podcast as opposed to a lot other podcasts that have those kind of numbers is most of these episodes the vast majority are interviews um of course there was a period of time where um before book launch in 2019 where i was doing some solo episodes but the vast majority of these are interviews so i've done a lot of talking to people (laughs) in these interviews and i want to thank you all for listening i want to thank you for continuing to support the podcast and Give me some feedback. It's kind of weird to set up your microphone and release something into the great unknown every week. A lot of times I won't hear anything back. It's like, is anyone listening? But then I can see the downloads and I can see the stats and people are and it's growing and it's really a cool thing. So first of all, happy birthday to the podcast and happy birthday to you (laughs) if you've been listening. If we only had some cake, if we only had some cake. So what I want to talk about today, this is just me on this one, by the way. So if you can't stand the sound of my voice, which, uh, you know, there are those reviews. <laughs> you might want to just go and turn it off. It's okay. Cause this one's me, but I want to talk about a few things that I've learned over the last four years and One of the main things is that this podcast is called The Same 24 Hours, and it came out of a reaction to someone who rolled their eyes at me and said, well, if I had 33 hours in the day, then maybe I could get done what you are asking me to get done. And so the human I was four years ago decided to name a podcast (laughs) The Same 24 Hours as a dig. Um, Isn't that terrible? Not really. (laughs) It's just true. But it's interesting when I was kind of bristled by that, I was definitely tied to my output. I was tied to how much harder I worked than this person. I was tied to ego around, well, I do this much. Why can't you? And while we do all have the same number of hours in each day i have grown to learn that our numbers and our hours are not always the same what is at play in a lot of our lives is difference in the way we were grown the way we grew up the way the households we were born into the genders we identify with the color of our skin educational um, constraints and privilege and the concept of the same 24 hours in the privilege concept is different. And Melissa Hartwig and I, um, Melissa Urban now got into a debate on Instagram years ago. She's the co-founder of Whole30. And I kind of argued with her about, no, we do all have the same 24 hours. And again, if you're counting time, we do but I have grown and I've learned a lot and my ego has been checked time and time again by not only myself, but by other people. And I am proud to say that the growth that I've experienced through, through this podcast and through interviewing other people, including my wonderful cousin, Brianna Belser and others, that there is a difference in our 24 hours. That being said, the question I pose on this podcast is what do what do the guests do to make the most of their 24 hours? And that is the key. So while we all have the same number of hours in our day, we do come from different places. We do have different experiences with privilege. We, we're different, but it's not that my 24 hours is better than your 24 hours or has, I'm having trouble with that word, 24 hours. It's like flowers, 20 flowers. <laughs> 24 hours. It's not that I'm making more of mine than you are, or you're making more than I am. We're all doing what we do, what we choose, what we can with our 24 hours. It's a subjective question. So it's not necessarily where did you start from, but it's what you're doing today. That's not to say that our privilege and our education and our gender and our skin color does not weigh in. I'm not saying that whatsoever, and if you've listened to the podcast at any length, you know that where I fall on on those issues, but what I am saying is that it is up to us every day to make the most of our 24 hours, and that's what I hope to continue to do with these podcasts as we go along. Many of you know that I'm a big CrossFit fan, and I'm back into kind of my roots of weightlifting a little bit. Um, After having the tummy tuck in January, I'm a little bit um, slower (laughs) getting back to it, but I started reading Ben Bergeron's book again, Chasing Excellence. He's um, a renowned CrossFit coach and the coach to Katrin David's daughter and former coach to Matt Frazier and Cole Sager. I don't know if he still coaches Cole, but regardless, I'm rereading this book and I wanted to read a little passage out of this that hit me today. And I think it applies to so many of the guests on this show and so much of what I'm trying to accomplish here with the, pro- with the podcast. He says, he writes, committing to the right process is a critical part of success, but it's no magic pill. There's no one giant step that will get you from where you are to where you want to be. If you want a six pack, nothing you can do today will get you a six pack tomorrow. If you're growing a business, there's no single step that will get you from 10 customers today to 10,000 customers tomorrow. It doesn't work that way. The only thing that works is pounding on your craft day in and day out, doing the right things over and over again. And then he goes on to say that excellence, excellence is maximizing everything you have in the categories that matter to your long-term goals. And so much, and that's end quote, <laughs> so much of this podcast and the guests and the advice is all about how do we show up? How do we show up to maximize our craft? And so many of us don't even know what our craft is. I don't know what my craft is half the time. I'm too busy chasing my tail, like chasing shiny things <laughs> and trying to grow this and that and the other versus asking myself, okay, what is my craft? And when I boil it down to my life, my craft is writing words and interviewing people. Not because I'm an expert at any of these topics. And for so long, I think I I felt that I needed to show up and be an expert in the things that other people were talking about, that I needed to be an expert in nutrition and psychology and and Man and triathlon and weightlifting and mindset, all these things that, that my guests are talking about. And I realized I just have to be an expert at asking them. I have to be an expert at my craft, which is facilitating conversations and putting it out into the great unknown and and releasing it and turning it over, giving it to someone else, writing words and, and having it mean something to me very deeply and then letting go of it and see, seeing what happens. That's my job, that's my craft. And so excellence for me is not running around trying to figure out how I can do more. Instead, it's making the most of my 24 hours in the categories that matter to my long-term goals. So as we turn the page on the same 24 hours episode 300 and into who knows how many more episodes, I know at least 10 more. (laughs) Because I have them in the kitty. But as we turn the page, I want you to think about the 24 hours you have and ask yourself, how are you doing everything in your power to maximize the things you have in the categories that matter to you in your long-term goals? Like Ben Bergeron talks about in Chasing Excellence. It's not about being excellent at everything. It's about being excellent at what matters to you. And that is where the same 24 hours is subjective. It's about you. And just like I talk about in the year of no nonsense, our nonsense are things that harm us, that, that stand in our way. Those are subjective too. Everyone's nonsense is not everyone else's nonsense. So everyone's excellence and measures and, and crafts are not the same. So when you find yourself a little spinny, a little lost in the idea of I have to do all these things and I have to do them all well, I urge you to step back and do a little looking like I had to do this year and ask myself, what is my purpose and what is my craft? And Gary John Bishop in his episode, he's like... Don't think about your purpose. Your purpose is whatever you're doing. That is your purpose. And I agree with him to a degree. And I also don't <laughs> in some ways because, yes, finding our purpose has been this kind of buzzword. And as much as I love it um, on the lines of the same as like self-care or, or that kind of garbage, <laughs> it still is something to shoot for. And so while purpose may be too strong and, and may have us kind of freeze, and, and question everything, I would ask you, like, what is your craft? I think the craft is a great word. It's what are we working on? What matters to us? And I wouldn't say like dropping the kids at school is your craft, even though it's your job, maybe. And I wouldn't say, um, you know, putting things in a spreadsheet is your craft, even though it's your job. Your craft is what is important to you. If, if raising your kids is the most important thing, then that is where you chase excellence. That's where you go after it, for sure. With the recognition that one day you won't be raising kids anymore, what will your craft be then? With the recognition when you're a great athlete, that one day you may not be a great athlete anymore. So what is your craft? What is your thing that you are going to work on now? And that's okay. It can change. And that's part two of what I wanted to talk about. Our current craft, our current thing we're chasing excellence does not have to be the thing we choose forever. So much of our pressure to be great is about picking something and sticking with it. And the more I look at my life, the more I realize that I really quit a lot of things. (laughs) I quit a lot of things and I'm not sad about any of them. I changed my craft. I changed my job. I changed, of course, we've changed our location so many times it makes your head spin. But all of that is part of chasing your own excellence. It's part of forming your 24 hours so that you know you're doing the best you can in the areas that matter to you in also that moment. The moments we have in our 24 hours, that's all we have. We're so concerned with the trauma of the past and the confusion of the future that we're not living where we are now. Our craft, our excellence is formed in these 24 hours starting now. And then it's formed in the next when we're in those. So the thing I want to urge going forward as you listen to these podcasts and you listen to these amazing people from all walks of life and experience and fame and celebrity is listening to what they say about their 24 hours, about their day, about their craft and, and learning from their wisdom and how you can apply it to your life and your craft and what makes you happy. And it makes you want to get out of bed in the morning. Because while we don't all go to the same job that we love and adore, not all of us have that luxury. And it is a luxury. It may be one that we have worked at and earned, but it is a luxury to love what you do day in and day out. And so if you have that luxury, I think it's part of your job to help others see that, to see the light, to see how you've grown and shaped your life to be different. There's so much out there in terms of social media and podcast that sometimes I think, why am I even doing this? (laughs) Why do I post? Why do I host? Why do I show up? Because it's certainly not for the money. It's certainly not for the fame. (laughs) Both of which I do a really poor job at if you're counting fame and money. But what I do, do a good job at is showing up and working on my craft and that's it and that's what's important to me and so I keep showing up and I keep working on it and that's that's enough because I've done the the money chasing I've done that and I make enough money coaching not from the podcast not from my books but coaching people to sustain myself And that's the biggest gift. And that's that comes out of this podcast. And that comes out of writing books. It's not that I really even market the coaching, right? So this podcast and and the writing, that's my craft. My coaching is what pays the bills. It's not necessarily my craft. It's it's the way I show up to help people. It's the way I show up to back my, my coach or my writing and my podcasting. So you can do a lot of things and they don't all have to make you money. For many years, I was a lawyer as, as most of you know, and I made great money, but that was it. (laughs) That was not a craft I wanted to, to hone. It wasn't a craft I wanted to work on any more than I had to. And so during that time I was practicing law, I was writing, I was blogging, I was doing triathlon and that was the foundation. And so one of the things I want to say in this 300th episode is that if you've been playing along at home with me and you've been following and you're like, she's a yard sale (laughs) because she does all these crazy like random things, I would encourage you if you feel stuck or you don't know what your craft is to, to create a yard sale of sorts and to try new things and to put out different forms of craft and see what feels good to you and see what sticks because in your craft and in creating your craft and in finding it, you will learn how to make the most of your 24 hours. You'll see what matters to you. It will just float to the surface in a very interesting way and an interesting outcome. But every day, we have to show up as Ben Bergeron wrote in the book. Let me make sure I got the, yeah. Chasing excellence. I was like, Oh my gosh, am I calling it by the wrong name In chasing excellence, committing to the right process is a critical part of success, but it's no magic pill. There is no magic pill. That's right. (laughs) But committing to the right process is critical. So find your craft, Commit to the right process around it and go to town. And you know what? Part two, you can change your mind at any time. You really can. Margaret Atwood, <laughs> great aunt Margaret. She's not my aunt. I wish she was. But she's the author of The Handmaid's Tale. And when I was watching her master class, she talks about how when you're writing, you can change your mind at any time. Any time before you release it out into the world, it's yours to change, to scratch out, to to improve on, to, you know, make someone else talk, whatever you do with your writing is 100% yours alone. So that craft, if you're a writer, um, if you're, if you create something, that's yours until you release it into the world. The second you release it into the world, it becomes someone else's. So these words I'm saying right now, these are 100% mine in this very specific moment on Friday, April 2nd at 3.49 p.m. But at approximately 4.15 PM today, when I release this, they will no longer be my words. (laughs) They're yours, the listener. They belong to you and they belong to your interpretation and what you want to do with them. Whether you bookmark this and share it with a million people, whether you rate the podcast five stars or one, whatever you do with my content from this second that it enters your ear, it's yours. And that is terrifying. Not to me. I'm not scared anymore. (laughs) But it's terrifying to someone trying to figure out a craft, right? It's terrifying like, oh my gosh, at some point I'm going to have to create something and then I'm going to have to send it out into the world, whether it's a book, a a piece of music, um, a video, art, whatever. At some point, everything that you create, everything you craft and send out into the world becomes the world's. And that's the beautiful thing about what we're doing as humans. Everyone has a craft and everyone can share it with the world. So that's what this podcast is about at the end of the day. It's not about I make better use of my time than you do, <laughs> which may have been one of the founding principles of it. But again, I said I've grown a lot um, and there there is no room For ego and art. Because you can't create something that's beautiful and that's truly authentic and that's yours if you're stuck in how you're being perceived, or if you're stuck on how it will be received. I find that the podcasts that that make me the most proud are the ones where I sit here and I just talk to the guest. I don't have a list of questions, which is most of them. I don't tend to make lists of anything when i talk to someone cuz i think it takes away from me listening it's just a personal preference um but the the value in really listening to what someone else is saying to listening to their craft to listening how you're receiving it that's the magic of of this craft of podcasting i think and i really don't like to listen to people <laughs> on a podcast when they're not listening. It bugs me. (laughs) So I try not to do it. Um, But once I release it, it's no longer mine anyway. You know, my job is to come here and and to put this up and then release it just like I will do today. And so I I am thankful for you. I'm thankful if you've listened to me for these last 20 minutes talking about this process, this process that is 300 episodes later. Um, During the last four years, I have taught myself audio editing. I've taught myself video editing. I've grown in social media. I've learned how to create a podcast. I've learned how to publish it, to put it on all the platforms. And I, I did that because it was a craft, right? It's something I wanted to create. And it's not fun. Sometimes it's not fun to audio edit. I don't like it. (laughs) But, and I will, you know, I get that. I always get approached by people who are like, you know, I can make your podcast sound better. Yeah, I know you could, but I don't have a hundred dollars an episode to pay you to do that. And so I just continue to work on it. And yeah, if you go back to like episode 10, you can definitely hear the improvement in my audio editing. So there you go. But everything we do is an opportunity to grow and learn and, Instead of thinking about the resources we don't have to, to help everything be perfect, think about what you do have, the ability to learn, the ability to grow, and the ability to commit yourself to chasing the excellence that is important to you and your area of life. Because that's what it's all about. That and I heard love too, but I don't know. <laughs> to be determined, to be determined. Well, thank you all for joining me. Thank you for supporting the podcast if you will share this episode, um, if you liked it, if you don't, that's fine. Don't share it or share it and make fun of me. It's still a share, but do please, if you listen to this and you haven't rated the podcast, and I know so many of you haven't, cause I can see my download numbers and I can see my reviews and they're just not even close. <laughs> so please drop a five star review if you have gained value out of this podcast it really does make a difference not for ego but for visibility for um, opportunities for other people to hear it and and that's I think something people don't understand about the rating systems um, in general book reviews podcast reviews and all of that as well so thank you again for listening for allowing me a space to hone my craft and I look forward to 300 more episodes with you